Hello and welcome to Chasing the Peloton. I'm your host Peter and this is a very special episode with Suleiman Kangangi recounting his experience of the Badlands 2021 bikepacking race. Who's unfamiliar with what Badlands is, it's a 750 kilometer ultra-endurance bikepacking race in the south of Spain, starting from Granada and taking in many of the natural wonders of the local area, including the Sierra Nevada, a number of deserts, the coastline along the south of Spain, and it includes 15,000 meters of vertical gain, and it's 80% off-road on fairly isolated gravel roads. The 2021 edition of Badlands started in Granada on the 5th of September and Sully was the only African competitor in the race and this was his first ever bikepacking race, something completely new to him, but he performed incredibly well and finished two and a half days later in sixth place overall. And then a day later, Sully and I sat down to record this conversation so that we can share his experience of his first backpacking event with as many people as possible. He was blown away by the support that he received and he wanted to share with all of you who had been supporting along the way just how tough it was and his experience of his first backpacking race. Please forgive me if this episode is not at the usual chasing the peloton high standard. I'm doing all the, the editing on my phone as we were quite keen to get this conversation shared as soon as possible. Regardless, the conversation with Sule was a, a good one, and I really hope that you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. and kind of set the scene of, of how you ended up here? Well, first of all, I just want to say, like, this race is just epic. Like, it's... I, I don't know how to describe it, but I don't know. Like, it's just epic. Well, um, earlier in the year, I thought about the race, but, like, there was no um, exact plans uh, to do it. So... After migration gravel race, like the plan was to go to the USA and yeah. do the um, SBT and the Belgium waffle races. But um, unfortunately, those plans did not go ahead due to, you know, um, one or two issues, which is, you know, with these COVID times, like things are so difficult. Yeah. It's nobody's fault. It's just that there was no, not a much not um, uh, not enough time because the process had to be done after migration gravel races so that uh, people who were supposed to go to the USA um, have to be chosen like um, there's others in um, ways of choosing but uh, the results in migration gravel race was one of the three ways are being used to choose the, the, yeah. the riders so basically, there's nothing ca- could have been done until the race has happened. Yeah, but it was now, your second place finish. Yes, yes, the, yeah, yeah, race. yeah. Then yeah, I became a second in GC, and then it meant that I have an opportunity to go to to, to do the races in yeah. America. But now the problem was we did not have enough time in between, like the time of the races where the race starts needs to, to finish and the uh, the 
we did not have the time for when the race uh, between the migration and the first race uh, in America. So it meant that we were rushing and did not come did not come quite in time. So I had to go back in drawing board and like um, bike parking is something that I thought about, but uh, I was not so sure. So I tried to get a late entry. I managed to get a late entry and um, yeah, I started like, you know, um, finding out like what's needed here and there uh, for bike parking. I can say it was like all things were rushing, like it was all minute, uh, last minute stuff, but uh, it came good. Uh, and here we are mm. after doing the Badlands itself. Yeah. Why Badlands? Why, why this race? Well, uh, well, it's uh, first of all is the weather. Like I prefer it to be, you know, quite a bit warm. And mm. uh, this area, it's quite hot because you're passing like some desert and, you know, like 40 degrees, you know, I prefer that than, um, uh, you know, somewhere cold or something. And then the, um, uh, what do you call it? The, like the distance, it's it's still hard. It's still long, but, you know, um, not so much long crazy. Mm. You know, it's not a thousand stuff. What it has is just endless mountains. Like you're always going up and down. Like in two days, we did like, I don't know, 15,000 meters of climbing. Yes. And that's like uh, Mount Everest challenge twice just with a long distance and the roads like some you know the roads some places were not nice it was like a mountain bike thing yeah so yeah those are probably the reasons why i choose uh, badlands and the timing as well like mm. um the timing uh, like suited everything yeah so take us back to day one or even day zero yeah. you arrived here on saturday on Saturday, yeah, 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 um, yeah, we arrived here on Saturday. Um, I think it was pretty cool, relaxed. Met the organizers, picked the numbers. Um, everything was going to as planned. Everything was smooth. I think it was quite easy and like people here are quite friendly as well. Yeah. Um, well, I try to because my my Spanish is not so good, so I try to to be friendly as well yeah. as much so um we did some last minute yeah we, we did yeah we did some answer. yeah some <laughs> last minutes i think i learned four words yeah. and three words i i knew one that's <laughs> i knew so i think um one of the words was uh aqua water and then uh, um what else uh gracias uh and hola like those three were very important for me in this uh, <laughs> bike race <laughs> yeah so those were like the last minute mm. um uh, stuff and then I had known one word senorita that was not helpful <laughs> she didn't help me at all <laughs> yeah so well day one was ended up I set my bike went for a little spin on the on the uh, just to find like to find out if the bike is working okay I think it went pretty uh, straightforward that day day two so that's the day the fifth um, when we started the Badlands and I think um, yeah at the beginning of the race, I think it started quite tough. I was like asking myself, like, is it really, a, you know, an 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 ultra ultra endurance sport mm. uh, race? Because like for a long time, um, almost three hours and a half, I was like above my 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 um, my zone three, and it's like I 
with this pace, uh, for sure, I know I cannot last for long. Yeah. So at some point, I had to drop back a little bit because, like, um, what I find out, I did find out, is that like everybody has his own plan. Some people like want to go full out, yeah, um, and then you know later on um, come down a little bit with the pace. So after three hours and a half, I think I just um, slowed down a little bit. So because like I just couldn't continue with, and you you don't know like you don't know if somebody's going to sleep like in the next hour, one hour. Mm -hmm. or why is he pushing so hard? So I think one of the most important lessons is to like to know how to pace yourself. Yeah. Have your own have your own plans. Have your own yeah. plans and stick to it. Like it's 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 a race, yes, but you don't know what your partner is going to do. He might go as hard in the first four hours, mm -hmm. then he sleeps for he stops for one hour. And then, so you stay with him and then you're above your threshold or something. Then you blow up, he blows, like he knows that's what he wants to do. He rests for um, uh, for a minute or 30 minutes and then you are in the middle of nowhere because you've burned your matches. Yeah. So I think the f yeah first three hours was hard, but then people started settling in. And then there was like, because the first... 40 km was like with 1,800 meters of yeah. climbing. I, I think it was even more. It was I think 2000. it was 2,000. Yeah. yeah, it was not even, uh, and like, but now everybody. It was tarmac, but yeah, it was 10% yeah. yeah, yeah, and hot and yeah, hot. And so hot. So, uh, but this time, like, it was all spread out. Like yeah, everybody yeah. was like one twos, one twos. Like everybody was spread out. So, I think, I went well until like um, midnight the first night. Yeah. Um, that's like, I don't know, 250 kilometers in, um, like that's the first time, like I remember had the, like a big impact, like, um, because we were so, um, uh, we were so empty and we did not like some towns, we did not find food when mm -hmm. we arrived in this town. I can't remember its name. I think it's Gora, uh, Gor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, um, we just passed there. We arrived there just past 11 o'clock and yeah. uh, the, sh the shops were closed and yeah. the supermarket were closed. So we knocked, uh, me and I had another guy, we mm. knocked uh, the, 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 the somebody's, uh, actually they were outside and uh, we asked for, you know, if you can get something to eat. Mm. Uh, they said maybe they can make us uh, some sandwiches, um, but uh, we, we can get water, yeah. And then we asked for some salt to put in the water mm. because earlier on I started feeling like cramping because I've lost my electrolytes um, pack for some reason. I don't know why. That's uh, amateurish, by the way. Um, so I put some salt um, and the mistake I did is to put salt in the water and then I drank it before I eat. Ah. And then I started uh, puking and stuff. So the guys who had with this moment, um, they just had to um leave me uh because like i couldn't continue like straight away mm. i did for a while like almost seven kilometers but then i felt like i couldn't i just needed to take a, a rest uh, i couldn't sleep either but you know um um and then 40 uh one hour 40 minutes later i went back on my bike so this is like midnight now yeah. um and kept rolling it's um i think from there on well there was a couple of punches uh, but i was just plugging them yeah um 
sidewalls sidewalls yeah. yeah i got to sidewalls um so until this moment in in in, in jar i think every everything was going according to mm. plan like everything was going according to plan how were you like feeling emotionally well i until like around maybe 400 k's that's mm. like i think now I've, like the physical cap past now the you know like the physical capabilities i think now you start playing with your emotions i think that's before i was quite okay because maybe mm. the body was energetic like yeah, you yeah. feel still have the strength you but when you pass you know like that's that mark i think for me it was around 400 it's mm. like okay now um you're getting into trouble like it's so that your emotions starts coming into play yeah. but um that was not so much until like quite later on okay yeah so the first night you got to about 250 k's go yep. found some food and then carried on into sunday night yep um and this is the patch where it was quite isolated into the desert right yeah 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 it's uh, the desert part yeah yeah and uh, wow that's uh, that was quite a thing but i'm happy that i passed uh, um there early on i think uh, and it was not so hot yeah looking yeah. at it now yeah. today we're speaking on wednesday yeah and looking at the people going through there now the temperatures are above 40 degrees yeah. i think going through at night is yeah. probably i think it depends on the elevation but this is quite low yeah um but you went through at night yeah and uh, uh, the, 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 for, like it's for me it was like first time I've, i've ridden through the night not even i've ridden like i had solitary ride of which some part of it i did at night mm. but like night riding in gravel is quite something else like um, you know your lights come into play you have to have good lights and it's not like you are seeing towns or cars it's like pretty isolated like the first night like some places I was pretty terrified like it's first of all like okay you have the sense of where you are but you don't have like exact location of where you are or like what's up next in the next 10 km or something so i'll be lying i'd say if like somehow you don't have that uh, fear in you like i don't know like is it a good thing is it but then you trust yourself um so like in terms of the weather i was so lucky like uh, mm. to pass um, uh, this section while the temperatures were not as high yeah but i can imagine the people who like you know passed during the day and stuff i think it was just horrible yeah yeah so you rode through the whole night yes uh so that yeah that night apart from stopping for one hour 40 but like uh, even the stopping i couldn't do i was just sitting down there uh, i listened to some music mm. um, just to get the motivation up but uh, anything in particular no yeah not like some uh, shitty kenyan music <laughs> like yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah it's just like to get yourself hyped up again yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know because like you are alone and uh, yeah well yeah so i went over that night um the next morning i i can't remember exactly where i was in the next morning um you passed over the bit with the train tracks right yeah 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 that was around 400k i think oh yeah that's But, no that's the morning that's the yeah. morning of the um, Uh, Nijana, I don't know. Um, 
Because yeah. there was a particular section that the organizers had said you should walk. Yeah. That was around 400. And that section like, was just terrible. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, had you reached there by the time that it got light or was it still Yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah. in the morning hours. Yeah. I passed the, 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 the uh, this area, like, morning hours. Yeah. And it was just terrible. Like, uh, a lot of hiking um, with the bike. Um, some sections were just very dangerous to ride. But, yeah... I I got past it quite relatively easy. Like mm. I think um, during the day is when it got uh, really, really, really hot. Um, and this is like now approaching like 500 kilometers in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think my first block came around the second day during, uh, during the day. Like my feet were so burning. I had to remove my shoes and put... Um, put my, my, my feet into a fountain yeah. and stay there for you know for some few minutes and hoping that somebody don't find me putting my, sh- my feet in the fountain <laughs> well it's not like uh, it's bad but it's just that um, my feet were so hot and yeah I stopped there for uh, quite some time um, and then like there was a cafe around I drank some some cappuccino and I was I was good to go but this time I already made um, one puncher. Yes. I've already put the tube in. Um, so. So the tubeless was no longer kind of. No, I still had. Uh, I still yeah, I still had one. Um, yeah. Um, it was no longer sustainable, especially with the with the with the bugs. Uh, I think what I realized is like this stuff, bike parking like with tubes and like you're carrying the heavy load. I think it's too much. Uh, yeah. It's too much for the tube. But mentally, I think that's the. Mentally, I think that's the um, the first part, like where um, I felt like you know uh, this is this is hard. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be hard. Uh, but from there, I, like it was just climbing, 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 climbing. Yeah. yeah. The next, I think Almeria was quite a big city yeah the it's, only big town yeah yeah yeah. Route, really. yeah 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 and um like i can't i didn't well i stopped for for some 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 water in almeria and you reached there monday night or during the night on monday the second day the second day on the evening okay yeah yeah um the second day of the evening mm. so i'd pass the the, the 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 beach uh which was quite really really tough uh it was just like I don't know, like probably it's the organizer think it's a good idea, but I just thought like this is uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, because there's a road right next. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you could see the photos, like people are walking, and uh, yeah, you just can't ride. The, you can't just ride your bike. You just have to push it. Like there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. You just have to push the bike. But it was quite beautiful scenery. Like I passed it in the evening, and like people. Um, still in the beach but i think people are like from the look of it people are like what is this guy doing like there's a good road up there just go on the road yeah but now the the rule is like you have to stick with the with the with the with the with the where the route is yeah so i passed almeria at, at night and we start uh, almeria there's this brutal climb i don't know i can't remember how long it was but it was just brutal it was i don't know i think it's more than 20 kilometers long 
because I can't remember. I spent a lot of time there, mm. I, and later on, I I had people uh, talking about it. So it left a mark on everyone's yeah. mind, because it was so rocky, and uh, it's night. Um, the bikes like you can't uh, stand on the bike. You have to sit down because yes. they will like keep yeah. on spinning. Yeah, and then this is now the second night, and uh, around 10 p.m. after the climb, descending in the climb. This is the time I start feeling um, dizziness, mm. like uh, um, like sleeping, like you see, like hallucinating. Hallucinating, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, you, I can't continue like this. Yeah. Well, there was so, a lot more of the video of last year where he he's yes, yes, yes. Like yeah, yeah. I I look at the wall, uh, like the parts of like you look at the trees and you start looking. It seems like people are hugging each other or something. <laughs> Um, and then like, um, some stones are looking at them. Like you see the picture of like Jesus Christ. Like it's, it's just funny. Like maybe it's just in the head. Like, yeah. and then, but yeah, around midnight I had to stop for 30 minutes. Like I just couldn't continue. Um, I tried to convince myself to, to continue, but I just couldn't, uh, I just couldn't continue. Mm. I had to, I had to sleep for 30 minutes. And that's um, basically what I did. And then I woke up and I continued and that was fine. Um, did you just sleep on the ground or did you use all the stuff? You no, had? I, I just uh, slept in the, in the, in the, in the, um, somebody's like outside just the floor. I did not need a mat or anything. Yeah. Because like basically when you are really pretty tired, you, there's nothing you can do about it. No. You like. And if you stop to sleep, you'll just sleep because you are just so tired. Like, um, and I think probably I even felt worse after waking up because now my body needed more rest, yeah. but you don't have that time. You have to keep on pushing. So I can't say it helped. I think it, it got me even worse yeah. than, rather than um, helping me. But anyway, um, so I got through the night uh, with yeah. my... Um, Lack, lack of sleep uh, until the morning. I think this around now probably 600 kilometers in. Yeah, and yeah. 48 hours. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. something like this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, this is like really, really like when I went to like mental, like, um, oh, I, the, 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 the I, I, I broke the spoke in the, in the, in the climb. Okay. The uh, first one. The first, yeah. this, this climb after Almeria. I yeah. think one of the stones just uh, hit my, my spoke. But bent now, it or bent like it. Like this, like it was now, it was not completely loose. Okay. It was now completely loose, but almost, uh, almost breaking. So in the morning, uh, while going, descending one of these, uh, of these climbs, it's now another spoke next to it, just like now completely snapped. Oh, okay. So I, I looked at my, my phone, luckily in this area I had like some connection, yeah. I looked for some uh, um, uh, nearest uh, mechanic, it was like I think 3 point something kilometers, mm. I descended there, I, it was still early, around 7, so I knocked to somebody's door, maybe it's less than 3 kilometers, I can't remember how long it was, but I knocked and then I, he came out, um, luckily he was like where he lives, um, it's like the workshop is there. Right. 
but the spoke that he had was not quite the same as the as the ones I have in my wheel. So he had to do like some modifications. Yeah. So we replaced one, one was still quite okay. Um, but now the thing is like when we removed the sealant, we did not, he poured it down and did not put the sealant uh, on a bucket or something. Yeah, and he didn't have any sealant to put in. Yeah, he didn't have, and then he didn't have sealant mm. to put in. Um, so what I did was, uh, um, so we did put the pressure in, mm. but like just, and then it was okay, uh, but a few kilometers later, uh, I got a, a, um, a puncher, mm. and then I tried to plug it with my last plug because I had lost my, another bottle that I had. It was in my, I'd put it in my vest, yeah, yeah but and my electrolytes, but somehow yeah. maybe I think it it right. ca it came out. So I had just few left in my bottle. Um, so I plugged it, but now the plug, the side, it couldn't help because there was nothing inside there. Yeah. I kept on yeah. coming out. Yeah, pushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I ended up doing uh, the, with a tube. But the inside, the problem is the, uh, when I did put the tube, the, 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 the spoke was not completely flat in the, in the, in the inside. Yeah. So it kept on... Um, I don't know how they want to use uh, uh, eating the tube. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was coming out, sticking yeah, out yeah. Of, the, of the inside of the wheel, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. constantly like yeah, making yeah. a hole in the yeah, tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that a couple of times. I think twice before I realized like what was happening. Yeah. Um, and then now um, I had to find a way to because I couldn't continue if I've not smoothened the the, yeah. the, 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 the spoke. So I find like something a stone and then I just kept on grinding it for yeah. a while. But that was not the issue. The issue was that this moment you do, I don't have energy. Like it's yeah, you're six hundred kilometers in. Yeah, yeah. And then, hours yeah, yeah. maybe two hours Yeah, rest. and then just... the sun was starting to come out. Yeah. And the sleepness. And then uh, I did not uh, uh, at this moment I had, my water is, was going to, to finish. Yeah. And that like that got that hit me hard. Like uh, that really, really hit me hard. Mm. Um, it was just moments like there's nothing you can do. Um, you, the sun and the the, you know the the, the heat, uh, the tiredness, everything like just came all together. Yeah. And that moment is like the moment I felt like I cannot continue. Um, maybe it was like a, a mental block. And, but now you you start thinking of like wh why on the first place you are doing it yeah um so when i think about that it convinces me to you know to to to, to keep on going so i did uh, some uh what i had to do i put some um, some low pressure in and i started moving again but now my body was collapsing yeah. like i just did not have energy um few minutes like a couple of, this is like within the last 60 kilometers, like, I don't know, 35 kilometers to home. I did not have water. It was middle of nowhere. And I can't remember there's just this one home, um, which I could see from far. Mm. So I put my goal to reach that home. Um, it was still on the way, luckily. Yeah. Uh, it's like kind of deserted place. So I arrived there. The only thing is, is their dogs are barking. Yeah. 
I tried to call somebody from the gate, but I don't have like a strong voice. Yeah. I ended up opening the gate. The dogs are still barking. Um, and then I could see the tap from like from the gate. Yeah. So the dogs kept on barking, but I my focus is nothing only else nothing yeah, else yeah, yeah. to do, and I want to get into those taps. Yeah. And then, so the. I go to I go to the car to the to the uh, to the to the tap. I opened uh, the tap. I get some water. I drink fast. Now the dogs are starting to come down again. I just keep on saying "hola" because like there's nothing else I can say. Um, and uh, the same time I'm drinking uh, I'm drinking water. And then some old guy comes, not old, probably around 60, 65, mm. comes out from the house, um, and he tells me. Uh, he doesn't actually doesn't say anything. He just stops there, and I tell him like uh, "aqua" because like that's the only Spanish I know. And he looked at me, uh, just stared at me like for a minute or so without not talking to me, and then he just went back. And I kept on drinking water. Uh, and then like uh, as I was, I was telling I was telling some guys earlier, I had words to tell him, but I just like. I didn't know how to express them to to, to him, mm. you know, like um, uh, like I wanted to say, you know, I'm sorry uh, for just uh, opening a gate and mm. coming in without your consent. Uh, but I did not know what to say, and I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. Maybe call a police or something. But what I needed this time was just water. Uh, he went back and he did not come back. So after refilling, I just uh, kept going. Yeah. Um, and I think from that moment on, it was just in the mind, like everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. your sixty k's to go. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. And this, next throw, yeah, next yeah, throw. yeah. And this sixty k were tough. Like it's, I can't, I don't know. It's like maybe three thousand meters of climbing in really? just sixty, sixty kilometers. Yeah. It was just endless. Like it was more difficult. I know because like we have been riding for the, for the all night for two nights, but it felt like endless. It felt like endless, but. It's you keep on motivating yourself, and um, luckily I, I arrive in the in the finishing line. What was it? What did it feel like when you crossed the line? A huge relief. Yeah. Like it's um, first of all, like I said, is like my first bike parking, and top of that, like they have it had like a quality field of racers oh, on top. Some of the best. Some the of the best yeah. in the world. So it's like. Um, you have to adding that to the competition uh, competition plus the the event it means that you know the event becomes so high the, the event becomes uh, high and tough mm. so first of all the aim was to finish but maybe second you know you want to have a good uh, placing or, or something and maybe have a good time but at the end it was just like a relief to to be able to finish because that was like one of the things like you ask yourself like will i be able to finish yeah yeah because like you know like it's you are depriving your body sleep i've never done it like before mm. um and then like you have to eat like and then the body doesn't want to eat you're fighting with the body to give it food but it doesn't want to take food mm. so it's things that i experience for the first time but you know um and it's very weird, like after so many hours, it, it reached some point where like I was not able to eat anymore. It was just riding, like riding, riding. You mm. try to eat, but the body doesn't want. 
and no matter how hard I was pushing, like my heart rate was never going up. It was always like down. Yeah. And it was very weird, very weird to have this. Uh, this I've never felt it before. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the hardest thing you've ever done? It's on it's. A bike I think it's quite up life? there. Like I did a charity ride, but yeah. that one was on my own terms. Yeah. So like I'd, everything that I did, I'd set up myself. Mm. Things that could possibly work and. But this one was not on my own terms. So I think it was probably up there with maybe one. Yeah, I think maybe the toughest thing. I did uh, um, Mount Everest challenge. But yeah. again, that was on my own terms. Yeah. I could stop whenever I want. Yeah. But this one was not on my own terms. I think, yeah, it's pretty up there. Uh, yeah. On terms I think of in terms of things that were outside your comfort zone. Like, like for a start, different Yeah, country, I think, like different yeah. I think it's up there. Like yeah, lack yeah. of sleep, all these yeah. kind of things. I think it's the hardest. Yeah. I think it's the hardest. And you also mentioned about uh, how you motivated yourself. Yep. So in those difficult times, um, what did you think about? What What did you talk? What did you tell yourself in your mind? What kept you going? Well, like for me, it's um, I know like a lot of um, youth. Let's say youth boys and girls like um, back home. They like look up to me um, as an inspirational guy or something like this. So, and for me, this way is one of the ways to show them that, you know, you can't just wait for, you know, a continental team to come and give you a contract. There's many other ways you can, you can um, find, a, a, you can ride the bike, you know, mm. um, the different races, you just, you know, and, if you do, um, um, like, you don't have to, like, there's many possibilities. Just open yourself up and yeah. uh, try to explore more than, you know. And it's not, um, you're not limited. You, well, you have, you can try. If you try to find uh, other other things to do mm. and not just limit yourself, you know, with the road racing alone, or, yeah. you know, there's still more ways to do um or to ride a bike than just uh, road racing. So for me, it was more like to show them something like this. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want to at least not finish from the when I'm trying to show something. At least finish. Yeah. Then we can, you know, we can, you know, we can talk then. So yeah, finishing was big part of it. And to show, like, I kept on thinking of like what I want to show, like what's the message I want to send out there, hmm. and that like made me like wake up and you know kept on going so it's about showing people that yeah you've got to go and get it yourself rather than it's going to come to you in some sense but also um there are many different ways to to uh have opportunities on a bike or to get exposure on you riding a bike or to, to pursue a career yeah exactly and it's just um an opportunity and when you're given opportunity um no matter like the scenario try to hold it with both hands and try to, to try and run away with it mm. so um, yeah that's the way i look at it you know yeah so if you, what what's the message that you if you were to summarize it that you would give to these these boys will, and girls that look yeah yeah i will say like don't limit yourself yeah. with just once uh, uh, one one thing like mm. a particular thing just uh, be open. Mm. Uh, try to um, to look for other ways. You know, not just uh, uh, being 
yeah it's good to be in the world uh, in the world tour in the continental team in a pro tour team but sometimes it's if it's not real, realistic at the moment you know like you can you know um try other options and probably um you can find a breakthrough mm. somewhere than the, 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 where you don't expect at least the least uh, where you don't expect mm. yeah but would you be recommending badlands to other people well I, I no for now no um i think it's if you are um if you are a guy who likes bike parking yeah. i'll probably recommend it yeah. but if you have never done such a thing before i'll probably say maybe it's too difficult to start with uh maybe you know uh, try something else different and try to see if you know it can work maybe even you try for you know on your own you know like 300k's yeah. or whatever and see if you like it or not but it's, it's really not about bike riding it's yeah, it? yeah it's it's this is not bike riding it's just it's like depriving yourself sleep it's yeah. just basically that yeah the person who sleeps the less have a, have a very high chance of winning yeah um yeah so it's it's i don't know it's not bike riding it's just something else yeah yeah so i don't know if actually it's healthy to drip uh, um, to 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 not uh, not sleep but yeah. I think it's not something that I'll recommend to anyone, especially people who have never done bike parking before. Completely. Because, yeah. yeah, if you are like me and you, maybe you've done some bike parking, but yep. you haven't ridden like to the level Sule has for yeah. years, then, yeah, I mean, I made it a third of the way around and I had to leave. And I don't know whether it's mechanical issues or mental issues or a combination of all of them, but man, yeah. It's, it's, it's not necessarily enjoyable if, if you enjoy bike riding and you think this is something you might enjoy, then perhaps think again. But it's, it's, still, a, it's still a pretty cool event. What did you think of, or wh- were you even able to experience the, the environment? Because we're in a pretty unique part of the world. But... Yes, I think some places were quite beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, like the beach part, I liked it. Um, well, uh, because I think I passed in the evening and this was quite nice. And the desert, I didn't see a lot, but there's other places, you know, um, which they were quite spectacular, mm. like um, uh, just like unbelievable beauty. Like it's, I cannot, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I think I was like... Um, quite nice like to look at them like yeah you um, you are riding the bike but you know always you have like a minute or to look if you really want mm. to but i think it was quite spectacular like in terms of like um, um where the roads were passing and stuff yeah. like that i think they got it right and it's beautiful and you know uh, i saw somebody with the um, with the um, with the um, migration i think is the the good the, the organizer said if it was not as hard they will not call it uh, badlands so yeah it's it was both yeah 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 and so um yeah 24 hours after finishing is still processing i guess but also looking forward and what what's next uh i hope to do gravel epic and green duro hmm. Uh, so this uh, still in Switzerland, in Switzerland. Yeah. Um, I probably uh, hope to do 
well in those races as well. Mm. So those are like the immediate stuff that I mm. want to do. From there on, not uh, not yet sure. Yeah. Maybe, well, and hopefully America next year. Yeah, and hopefully America next year. Yeah. I've already booked uh, uh, an appointment early. Hope that goes uh, goes okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm curious to ask you because. I mean. All credit to you for making this happen. Yeah. Um, but I think you're the the guy that's leading or trying to, like you've said, inspire other people that there are other ways to do it. And a lot of this has come through your own initiative, um, but also um, as a result of Migration Gravel Race and the Armani Project. And I wonder your role within Armani and what your plan is perhaps going forward with that as well? Well, to start with, um, I'm a money coordinator in East Africa. Yeah. So what that means basically is that, uh, you know, we have, uh, Armani has uh, quite few teams they're working with in East Africa. Mm. So that's, uh, you know, Kenyan riders, Safari Simbas, um, African Rising and Massacre. Yeah. We hope um, as a money to have more clubs associated with it and basically is to try and my job down in the ground is to try and see what the team's needs are yeah. uh, and if they really need them and then I communicate that with the people who are responsible in Amani and then they can try to find it one way or another yeah. and then uh, personally to see how it can get uh, mm. uh, make plans to see how it can get to the riders out of the, these clubs. Mm. Uh, going forward, yeah, we hope like we can give more more opportunities to young riders uh, in both um, all these countries, um, so that they can they can they can come and they can race. Um, at the same time, we want to you know make the migration gravel race bigger. Yeah. Um, so that at least if people cannot make it in huge numbers to Europe. They have one thing to aim for in the end of, in the middle of the year or at yeah. some point in the year, and they can really really train uh, yeah. for it, and maybe through that they can open some doors for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like it has for you. Like it has done for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So more gravel events, more bikepacking events in East Africa, perhaps. Yeah, it's, it's more like for me the way I see it is is like. And I don't regret it. Maybe I could have seen it a long time ago. Mm. Like it's more of a straight way uh, rather than like road racing. Yeah. With road racing, you have to have a contract. You have uh, you have to have a team. You have you know like all this stuff. And but probably maybe with gravel, um, I just um, probably like if I prove myself enough, maybe I can like for me. If I go, for example, in the SBT, mm. it means that I'm in the starting line with some of the very best yeah. in gravel race, and they can showcase what yeah. what I'm about, you know. Then I don't have to have like a contract with this team yeah. and that team, like it's a more straight way uh, for riders, especially for those who don't have so many opportunities, yeah. like in East Africa. So I just want them to keep that in mind, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah maybe more gravel races and more bikepacking stuff yeah. yeah because it's about you like how much do you want it yeah yeah like uh, nobody forced me to do badlands yeah. like it's it comes from within and knowing like what it can bring to me so and 
you don't have to be in a team. Yeah, you're, so, you're responsible for your training. Exactly. You're responsible for your relationships with sponsors. Yep. You're responsible for getting yourself to the event. Exactly. And so if you if you work, not necessarily if you work hard enough, it will happen. Yeah. There, there's still an element of like needing some stuff. The opportunity. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. like if, if you can, if you can make it, if you can make it happen for yourself, it's a lot more likely to happen. To, to many others. Ending up at the Tour de France. Because, exactly. Yeah. Let's yeah. be realistic. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's going to be a lot more difficult. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, like, for example, winning unbound race. Yeah. Like for me, it's, it's as big as, you know, winning other races in Europe, yeah. you know. So that's the way I look at it. And that gives me motivation, you know. Yeah. Um, just give it another angle and it's still the same, you know, the same big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And with the way social media is at the moment and everything else, like, you get just as much exposure. Exactly. To a, a different group of people. E- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Cool. Anything else? Well, not really. Uh, just uh, resting now. The body is aching. Uh, all parts, some parts that never ache. I don't know. Um, numbness in the in the in the in the hands. Hope that fades away. Somebody told me it might take even a month. I hope not. Yeah, it takes me a few days. But yeah, I think everyone I've spoken to, yeah. whether they finished all of it or not, yeah. have got some. Some weird pains that they've never experienced before. Yeah, so that's very, very weird. Like some pains I've never experienced before. So hope that clears away uh, in the next couple of days. And uh, yeah, we get back to riding our bikes. Yeah. 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 You're going to spend a few more days here? Yeah, I'll spend a few more days here in Granada. Um, so I'll go a little bit of sightseeing, but keep on like uh, easy training. Yeah. 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 Hope to have a good campaign in Swiss. Yeah. Yeah. More big results coming. Watch this space. Yeah. Watch the space. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Anything else that we've missed that you want to say? Um, well, the other ones are just like, you know, um, things that comes with, um, with experience of doing such a thing. Um, you know, like how to pack the, 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 the bugs. Yeah. The gear issues, you know, um, those are the things that I think someone has to, when you want to do something like this, you really, really have to put some thoughts on it and, um, you know, what to carry, what not to carry. Otherwise, you just have a lot of luggage carrying around and what it does, it just slows you down, you know. And And no one can tell you the right way to set up your, because you're a different way, you've got different plans. No one, like you have to experience it yourself, like it's... It's just very weird, but uh, you have to experience it uh, yourself. If because and and it has to come from you. Like it's so difficult. Everybody's so different yeah. with their needs. Some people have different plans. You know, they stop after ten hours. They stop after mm. you know. So you have to have your plan. Figure it what yeah. what your plan is, and stick to it. You know, um, yeah. Well, the other ones, you know, like I said, gear ratios. Those are things that you know are easy to to change. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but just don't assume and uh, go ride your bike. Put some some thoughts on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's all you can do is just go ride your bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go ride your bike. Yeah, yeah.